0: Welcome back to all our listeners and now let us go to the part two of our conversation and just like we always do I will play the part where I asked a question just to help you refresh where we left off the last time. Take care and stay blessed as you listen to the next part. For some people that haven't had that chance to actually hear God, how are they going to be able to hear God? And how are they able to discern that what they're hearing is
1: from God and not from the enemy or not even from their own desires? So it's a process. It is a journey. Everyone can and does hear from God all day, every day. But like you said, sometimes you're not sure if what you're hearing are your own desires or that what God has for you, particularly when it's something that is not lined up with what you think should happen here, right? So the first thing that I would do is encourage that person is to establish a regular routine to sit with God. So you recognize the feeling, the signature of Holy Spirit, right? And so Me, I do it in the mornings when the house is quiet and nothing is going on. I come out into my living room and I sit down on my prayer mat and I am quiet. And then I start with gratitude. Lord, thank you for waking me up this morning for appreciation for all my five senses. And I just keep going until I feel this warmth that starts in the middle of my core and it just spreads out to my heart and to the rest of my body. And then I start to speak and I lay out there the things that are bothering me, big big or small. And then I stop so I can hear what he has to say. Sometimes I don't have a whole lot to complain about, which are good days. And so he can just start speaking to me immediately, right? So that's that's the first thing. You have to have a consistent and dedicated time for you and God to develop relationships so you recognize him. Just like a mother recognizes the cry of her child, God hears you and recognizes your voice. And you, over time, will learn to recognize when. that's God talking to you. The second thing is when God speaks, act. So even when there is no evidence as to what is going on, that this is what we should be doing, move on it because God knows all. We have this limitation called our vision with our eyes and our own willpower And we sometimes are not willing to step beyond that. Faith is daring the mind to go beyond what the eyes can see. And so, what I'm asking you to do is when God is talking to you and you hear something that you believe is crazy, go ahead and do it. And you know that it's the right thing because it's an act in love. If you have $5 and God tells you to give that whole $5 to a homeless person, that is an act of love. You know why? Because you know and have faith that you are going to get another. $5 to replace that. If you are already overwhelmed and you have many, many responsibilities and someone comes to you and says, I need you to head up this program that's going to help all of these people, and you know that your health is not where it needs to be, your relationship at home is not what it needs to be, your children may be struggling with schoolwork, then definitely that answer is no, because just the thought of taking that on inspires anxiety. And so even there, though there is something positive behind that, if you're feeling anxiety, then you know that that's a no. Not forever, just not right now. So that is what I would tell someone who was looking to develop their prayer life, to develop their relationship with God.
0: Thanks so much. And yes, and sometimes we have to remember that we, when we pray to God and ask, the answer could be yes, no, or not yet. Yes. As hard as it is, we have to be patient because his time is not the same as ours. We have the perfect Time to give us what we want, but sometimes He's not gonna give it to you right away. Like as we know in the Bible, He make people wait for a long time. (laughs) That's
1: right, Mahal. And when we have a good relationship with God and we trust that Christ's sacrifice was actually for our good, all of our good, then the waiting we know is preparation so that we're ready to receive that blessing. Because there are experiences that we still need to have. I look at my life now, and it's so funny we're having this conversation because during my Walk this morning, I remember thinking to myself that there are certain things that I have going on in my life right now that although I was asking for and calling for them in my 20s and my 30s, I did not have the mental capacity, the maturity, the compassion, or the understanding to be a good steward over any of that. Not then. Because there were experiences that I had to have to be able to not just be a good steward, but to also be a good example for others who see me with those things. And when they come and ask me how they are done to give honor to where it belongs, which is to God, I would have said I. And I'm just being honest with you. And I did not know that it was hubris at the time. I would have said I instead of through the loving Holy Spirit that flows through me that comes forth for his divine purpose. I would have said, yeah, I studied and I did this and I went out and I networked. And I worked hard. Those things are true, but that is not the root. And that is not how it actually got done. It's almost like you're holding a piece of fruit and you're appreciating how good it is. And then the fruit could talk saying, yeah, I did all this by myself and just totally and completely discounting the tree. (laughs) Like forget the rain that fell and nurtured it. Forget the fact that it was provided a a loving and warm environment of those leaves. It just popped up and said, I'm a mango. Hear me roar, (laughs) you know? So I am very appreciative of everything that God has done. I look at the fact that the person who was on that floor in exhaustion over 10 years ago, who is now sitting here with you today, even though I've been through several surgeries because that exhaustion was actually caused by stress and stage four endometriosis. And so I have the battle scars that show that I've been through something, but I have the gratitude and thanksgiving to know that it was my journey and what I had to go through to be here today. I can still be joyful about that. And I am thankful.
0: Thank you so much for sharing. That's that's really amazing. And I also want to ask something that you wrote in your book. I hope I will pronounce it correct. What do you mean by the word dramergencies? Hopefully I pronounced that correctly.
1: Emergencies, Yeah, emergencies. Yes, that's
0: interesting. <laughs> I've never heard that. And how do you navigate? What does that mean? And how do you navigate? How do you burn down the old and building the new age? Oh, amazing life. That, is that correct? That Messiness. I pronounced one correctly and other non-life ending anxiety inducing actions.
1: That's right. So it's two parts to that. So we'll start first with emergencies, right? So this is a term that I coined. It is drama and emergencies and emergencies tend to happen during times where you should not even be engaged because for me, I noticed that they would happen during the time where I had dedicated for my prayer meditation in the morning. They would come as text messages that were full of what I would call foolishness, things that I can't do anything about, situations that are none of my business. And I was like, you know what? There has to be something that is drawing this to me. So I need to disrupt this. So I learned to put my phone on do not disturb from 11 p.m. at night to 7 a.m. in the morning because by 7 a.m. I am normally done with my prayer meditation. And what I noticed is that the emergencies dropped off tremendously until to the point where I don't get a whole lot of stuff. An example, I posted in a group that I am a part of how grateful I was that we had such a large presence because most of the chapters of this group were small, maybe 10 to 20. Our chapter is large. It has 90 some odd people, right? And I was like, this is so good because it allows us to be supportive of one another without some, everybody getting burned out, trying to be involved with everybody else. Someone sent me a text message back during my new do not disturb time so i didn't even see it until my day and my intention had been set and i was rolling through in a good space saying that I know that you meant well by this, but let me tell you about all the mess that's going on in the background. Well, two things. I was grateful that I didn't know about any of the mess in the background. And then the second one, I was able to respond in love and saying, you know, I didn't know about any of this. I'm glad that I do now so that I can offer prayer and love to this situation so it can be resolved so that we can once again be in love and fellowship with one another. And I knew that that was not the energy that she was sending when she first sent that off. That was not her intention. She wanted someone to be in agreement with her in mess. And when I responded that way, it popped her out of it. And she said, you know what? You're right. I'm touching and agreeing with you that this is resolved and that we can once again be sisterly. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. That's great.
0: Thank you for listening and i know that you've been blessed listening to everything that lenita have shared and don't forget to follow us so you don't miss the last part of our interview with her where you can talk and ask her questions and to be a part of it you have to subscribe to be a member or give a one-time donation to our patreon or buy me a coffee account now let us reflect to everything we've heard listening to this beautiful music from our Spotify sponsor. Thank you and always remember, come to Jesus daily. Until next time. I can take a Pain can stop us in our tracks Losing what we can't get back Shaking the foundations of our faith No matter what's in my way No
1: matter the battles I face
0: The answer's never black or white. We may not know until the other side. But even in this in between, we fix our eyes on what's unseen. The shadows never overcome the
1: light. No matter what's in my way, I know that you won't ever change. You won't ever change.
0: You're still my God.
1: You're still my.